Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed, sponsored by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it at expressvpn.com slash unleashed. Well, just more fun than uh, we could have ever possibly imagined, I think, is what we're having right now. Are we? It's just it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Just a few of the things we'll be covering today. Okay, just a brief outline. A smattering, if you will. California is considering martial law. So, got that going for well, us. Well, neat. Orange County has banned all public and private gatherings, wow. including work. Yeah, you can't go to work. Uh, it does look like all theaters nationwide now are just shutting down. They've shut down in our area now. Out where I live, they've uh, closed all those really nice theaters with the leather recliners and all that. Mm. They're just closed indefinitely. Uh, most airline flights are being canceled right now. GM, Ford, Chrysler have closed all U.S. plants. So they're not manufacturing automobiles. Why would you? You're just an automobile manufacturing company. You want, you want us to keep doing it all the time? I mean, it won't be long before you <clears throat> can't afford them since you don't have a job. That's for sure. A Texas man was arrested for lying about testing positive for the virus <laughs> online. Online? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I've heard of the scam. On Facebook, I think it was. Uh, where You know, you, you, you write on a piece of paper, I have the coronavirus. So if a cop pulls you over, you just hold that up to the window. I like, <laughs> wonder if that would move work. Move along, copper. I think that would work on me if I was a cop. Okay. <laughs> See ya. You know what? This is going to be just a warning. Kidding. Let's go. Keep moving. <laughs> so, yeah, I just lied on Facebook. I don't know why you'd lie about testing positive. I don't know if you're trying to scam somebody or you just want attention. But uh, he lied about it, and it was arrested. Weird. Since when is lying on Facebook a, uh, a a crime for which you can be arrested? Yeah, we would have to arrest everyone in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are people calling 911 to report that a neighbor has been coughing. <sighs> just done. Believable. You know, they actually have things that they need to be doing and looking after and actual emergencies that are happening that they need to tend to. I don't know about that in Oklahoma City. I don't know if that's on your list there. Mm-hmm. What's the Oklahoma City thing? Oklahoma City, uh, you are uh, asked to call 911 if uh, you suspect a business is in operation and uh, people are gathered inside. It, a business is in an operation? Yeah. And yeah. they're supposed to all be closed in Oklahoma yeah, City? Yeah. Tweet... Every business is closed well, in Oklahoma City? I, 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 don't, I don't know all the details, but uh, we, yeah, got we'll the tweet. That. we got the well, tweet from them. Yeah. Jeez. I, I mean, so what I want to know today is how you feel about all this. I'd really love to hear from you on the phone at 888 because it's officially Take the Temp Thursday. Just want oh. to take the temperature of the room. How are, how are you feel? What's it like in your area? In your local area? You know, where uh, 109 the, nine, the Frog is mm-hmm. the most popular station in town. No, well, the Big uh, Frog. The Big Frog, yes. <laughs> uh, are, so what's it like where you are? People panicking? Uh, is everything closed? Are, are, we, are we too freaked out? Are we not freaked out enough? Mm-hmm. Don't forget we did the poll over the weekend uh, among Patheads and overwhelmingly said that we're Freaking out. We need to get a grip. 72%, I believe, said that. So, yeah, I want to talk to people about this. Uh, how long do you think this will last? Are you are you prepared enough to make it through? Uh, so, 888 I mean, it's been surreal driving around yeah. uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. It's it's eerie. I, I left the station probably 3.30 yesterday afternoon, 
I mean, there's seven and a half million people in this Metroplex, so there's at least some traffic Mm -hmm. at all times. I mean, everywhere. Pulled out of the studio parking lot, and not only was no one coming (laughs) near me, there was no one at the intersection. There was no one as far as I could see down the road. This is a fairly main thoroughfare in Irving, Texas. The freeway traffic when I got there was incredibly light for, you know, the start of drive home. You know, you're driving home. It's drive time traffic. I got to the grocery store and, you know, like everywhere else, there were tons of items and some weird ones just completely cleaned out. All bread was gone. There wasn't one loaf of bread to be had. Uh, and then I, my grandson loves hot dogs, so I was I was going to pick up some hot dogs. They're gone. All of them. Oh, boy. Hot dogs, all cold cuts, gone. Except some kind of weird bar S hot dog that I've never heard of, and I thought, well, everybody else is ignoring that. I, I better too, because oh, what? That's probably you didn't not try good. It? <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. You gotta be bold, man. Almost all the cereal was gone. Really? The yeah. cereal? Mm-hmm. Canned goods that. cleaned out. Yeah. And I asked three store employees, "Hey, how often do you guys restock?" Uh, restock? Yeah, yeah. You know when a truck rolls up and. You take the items off the truck and put them in your store and unbox them and put them on the shelves. How often does that happen? Uh, I, I don't know. I can't. Has no one asked that question? Is there a manager that has prepped their well, employees for a pretty obvious, frequently well, asked question? Okay, well, let's be fair. You were using a big word such as restock. Yeah, it's, that's a hard one. It's two syllables, It's man. complex. Come on. Well, they're constantly stocking whenever I go to Walmart. Yeah, I know. Cons- I, I mean, so around the clock. I, I think it happens almost every day at a gro- at a major grocery store. Don't trucks arrive every day? And I- this is what we were afraid of going back the last few weeks is not so much the health issues, but the economic fallout. Right. And this is yeah. more extreme at this point than I think we anticipated. Right. This is... Uh... I'm starting to think we're going to survive the virus and maybe be killed in the depression that follows it. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I think that this is, a, this is a fun fact for you. The state of Rhode Island, okay, uh, on Tuesday, March 10th, 10 unemployment claims in the entire state. 10. One week later, Tuesday, March 17th, 8,186. Jeez. Wow. It went up from 10 to 8186 in that's, seven That days. seems like a significant increase. I'm not good at math. Yeah, I'm going to have to defer to you like on a this. Lot. But it, I thought it was worth <laughs> noting because the numbers were so different. I thought, nah, throw this out there. Maybe Pat can find something with this. That's, that's over 3.5%, I'm going to say. The unemployment rate nationally before all this started was 3.5 or 3.6%. Mm-hmm. I th- I'm thinking it's slightly above that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, that kind of increase anyway in a week. That's yeah. unbelievable. And and there will be new jobs such as Amazon mm-hmm. talking about their expansion, these delivery jobs, stuff like that. But I don't know that they're going to make up what is being severely impacted right now. But there's some good news that came out about the virus itself. You know, we got uh, no new cases, if you believe China, no new cases there locally in Wuhan. Hmm. Uh, so that was good overnight. And um, someone sent me a thing where Italy... of the deaths from the coronavirus in Italy were patients that had underlying health issues in addition to the coronavirus. Hmm. 99.2% had something else like heart disease or diabetes or very high blood pressure. So that's, I think, worth noting. Yeah. Let's keep this into perspective here. 
Then we've got um, the parade of stupid. There are some people that are so but stupid. It's <laughs> it's embarrassing for the human race. Yeah. Uh, like this like this girl, this woman, young woman, on a plane, uh, taking the coronavirus challenge. And see what that entails. Check this out. This it's is Corona time. Come on now. Oh, can't hey, it. it's Corona time right now. Okay, so she licked a toilet seat. She licked an airline toilet seat. Wow. Now you would hope, you know, that they're they're just trying to be cute, and they took an incredible precaution. Yeah, she of, said she bleached the she seat. She bleached the seat before. She, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh huh. But that is asinine. That's just thinning of the herd. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. I just saw something. Thinning of the herd. Time out. No way was that seat bleached before. Did she get that? Did she get bleach onto a plane so she could do this? Uh, I don't know. By bleach, she probably had paper towelettes or whatever. You know, the bleach towels. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know, but that's, that is just gross. What are you trying to prove? I guess you you just want clicks. You just want people to notice you. Mm-hmm. Okay, we noticed how unbelievably stupid you are. Your, your family <laughs> must be proud. Whole family. I bet they're very, very proud of yeah. her right now. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I can't believe it. What what would possess for... You know what we should Attention. do? Attention. Just like earlier. Get on the, air, get on the airplane, <laughs> and we'll go into the uh, lavatory, and we will... Uh, you, can, you can lick the toilet seat. <laughs> Won't that be great? Okay, that'll show how, you know, bold and brave we are. We're just out of control. We're off the hook. <laughs> off the hook. Oh, we got to bring that back, y'all. <laughs> off the hook. Hashtag off the hook. We're off the chain off the hook. <laughs> We're off the hook and the chain right now. That's how crazy we are. You're both, you're off the chain and the and hook? And the hook, Yeah. Yeah, we're off of almost everything. Our rockers. We're off our rocker, too. That, that's accurate. <laughs> yes. That's accurate. Wow. I I just, I don't I don't even know what to say about most of this stuff. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's insane. And it's embarrassing. You're absolutely right about if if the virus doesn't do us in, which it, it mm-hmm. definitely is showing, you've got experts saying it's showing signs of slowing down. Yeah, it's it's not going to do us in. Right, it's it's the aftermath. Yeah. It's 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 all the cause and effect, and you could thank the media for overhyping this. Right. But we, our society is so, we, we can't handle a four-way stop. We can't handle a roundabout. Think we're going to handle all this hysteria? Oh, we've got so many roundabouts now in the suburbs in this in this area. It, and people don't know what to do with them. They just don't. We're not used to them. But we'll handle a global pandemic uh, and all the panic. But yeah, that'll that'll yeah. be fine. We're good. Sure. And the government, you know, as much as you bitch about the government all the time, Democrats, how incompetent they are. You're trying to get them to take over everything, including health care. <laughs> the, the, the fallout from this. It's crazy. It should be. It should result in, in people saying, hey, yeah, you know what? We should leave this to private industry. Let's let's leave it in the hands of, I don't know, people who know what they're doing and do it for a living. The economy, the laws, uh-huh. the regulations, all this fallout right. from this is going to That's make not, the, the, the virus itself it won't be that, pale though. in comparison. It won't be that, though. And, and you look at the Republicans who are just like lemmings following uh, Trump off the cliff of spending. Good golly, $1.2 trillion just like that. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, I love that now. I now love bailouts. Well, why do you love bailouts? You hated them under Obama. 
Wow, well, these are not normal circumstances. I see. So you have conservative values and principles only when things are normal. And if anything deviates from that course, <laughs> then you throw all of that out the window. Huh. Okay. That's great. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh let's talk to Jeffrey in Florida. Hey Jeffrey, you're on the blaze. Hey, good morning. Morning. Hey, thanks for keeping me company every morning, guys. I'm a over the road truck driver and I, I think that governments at just about every level, especially in the big bigger metropolitan areas, I mean this is just a big power grab. And they're using the hysteria from the media. And it's it's mm-hmm. it's setting a dangerous precedent for the future. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, this country swinging dangerously to the left, and I can foresee down the road declaring a national emergency because of uh, pollution. And then the next thing you know, we're all you know forbidden to drive for two weeks at a time. Absolutely, or, that could happen. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. And you know, you know, trying to find food if you're a truck driver right now it is really hard. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I went to Walmart yesterday and. They've condensed their hours to where, you know, we can't even get there. You know, they used to be 24 hours. Yeah. And I can't even get a parking spot to even find food, and they're closing all the restaurants we eat at. So Jeez. we can't go through drive throughs with a 53-foot ball and chain behind us. I mean, it's just right. we can't do it. Um, and, Pat, I wanted to ask you, um, was the government funding for abortions, uh, did that get kicked out of that? stimulus package or did that it did stay in yeah no they get kicked out it did yeah they oh, tr- thank God. Pelosi, yeah thank i know God. i know appreciate it thanks jeffrey uh <laughs> you're uh, welcome good luck out there on the on yeah, the road that's safe, gotta be please. tough you guys are so important uh, uh but yeah that when they found out that pelosi was trying to uh sneak that in mm-hmm. they did get get rid of that yeah but we did get good news yesterday uh, if you need an abortion um in the state of kentucky uh pathead erica callahan uh you know, she she informed us that um, that the the state's abortion-funded clinics uh, that those are still open. The the governors make sure that the because they, they they got rid oh, of Matt good. Bevin and they got this new guy, uh-huh. and so those doors are still open. Good. So while good, good, good. you know all these other essential services aren't, boy, at least that one's still alive. Well, it's essential to kill children right. in, in a time of need. Yeah. Am I not right? I mean, you, you want well you, you always want to be able to kill babies. It's always something you want to do. So mm-hmm. at least so. The, the Democrats seem to, that's what they want. That's, that is their priority. It's either that or uh, getting our guns from us or ranting and raving about the climate. Those are the three things they do the most and the best, and that's what they care about in life. So that's great that they were able to do that yeah. in Kentucky. So, nice job. Good job, Kentucky. Again, their families must be proud, too. They must be really proud. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Steve in Indiana. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, man. Um, this is Mel in Walla Walla. Mm. Um, oh. yeah, I went, uh, yeah, I had to pick up some ammo, uh, yesterday and go shoot some clays and, uh, hit three different places and, uh, they're fully stocked. Okay. Full of, you know. Mm-hmm. Plenty of stock and weapons, and wasn't that many people hanging around. But as far as like the groceries, there's nothing short. Everybody's really, but this small town. Okay, mm-hmm. small town. It's a yeah. big town that I think are panicking because <laughs> I got relatives in San Diego, and that aren't firearms people mm-hmm. that are, called me and said, "Hey, uh, can you give me some advice? I want to." And I said, "Well, geez, you know." 
kind of told you a long time ago. But, uh, now, <laughs> right? You know, you're kinda, <laughs> Thank you. Now you're going to be waiting for a little bit. It is nice yeah, to be they, able to say, I told you so. Uh, you didn't listen yeah. to me then. I bet you wish you had. Yeah. You'd yeah. Like, always, uh, hey, what? how come you got to have so many guns? You know? <laughs> right. I like right. them. <laughs> you know? But, yeah. The small towns, yeah, mm-hmm. there was no... no uh, uh, no panic on, on ammo or that's great you know yeah, yeah there's no panic i mean pretty much uh you know we're carrying on okay but you're you're doing this all wrong instead of uh reminding you know these these friends of yours or whoever um hey i already told you about this long ago what you should be doing is you should be saying oh, i know i should have planned too i didn't either because you don't want them knowing that your house is the place that's got all the stuff so you need to act like you're with them, and oh yeah, I guess I should have took my own advice. <laughs> well, I got a couple big safes. Okay, so. <laughs> right, well, stay safe. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, my gun. I, I've mentioned this before. Right. I, I don't know what happened to it. I lost it. Yep. Uh, Is I that the same boating accident that you had, where all of your toilet paper went overboard as well? Yes, yes, and my food storage. Your food storage, gone. your water. I was gonna go and you know spend Shoot. some time on an island. Yeah. Uh, so you were planned ahead. You, on you this massive lake, yeah. I planned ahead. I put my year supply of food in there. I put my guns in there. I put all the toilet paper in You're there. You're a thinker. And then I set sail for the island. What happened? And it turned over and capsized. capsized. And I haven't seen it since. That, so, that poor little boat I, couldn't handle mm-hmm. that toilet paper. No, that's probably what did it. That mm-hmm. was the last straw. Well, shoot. Ah, uh, darn it. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, let me tell you about Rough Greens, Vita Smart. This is really good stuff. My dog absolutely loves this stuff. And the great thing about it is it's really good for her. She doesn't even know it. She doesn't care about it. Uh, but she is absolutely returning to her puppy-like form. Dry dog food sterilizes, uh, the, the manufacturers sterilize the dry dog food so that it can last up to three years on the grocery store's shelf. Uh, and in that process, they kill everything good in it. All the macro, microbacteria, the probiotics and enzymes and all of that stuff. Well, Rough Greens Smart puts it all back in. You just take a scoop and sprinkle it on your dog's food. Amazingly, uh, my dog absolutely loves it. Uh, Glenn's dog, Stu's dog, they just, they gobble this stuff up. And if you're, you know, if you're, yeah, if you're concerned or disturbed by gobbling up, mm-hmm. uh, then, uh, then you can, you can see it as gobbling it down. Mm-hmm. Much better. Right. <laughs> but I'm sorry. When you see a food you like and you're really hungry, don't you say, oh, I could eat that all up. Yeah. You could eat it up or you could eat it down. Which is it? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is seriously the it's an ongoing battle hottest topic of yeah. debate on Twitter for uh, for months now we've been debating gobble up and gobble down anyway this is not an actual dog food it's a dog food supplement that you sprinkle on it and just make your dog's food better take the rough greens 14 day jump start challenge today for just 1495 and you'll see the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. If you want to see your dog thrive again, act like a puppy again, go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze.
right, just got to take in the temperature of the room. Take the temp Thursday uh, and seeing how things are with you. How do you how do you feel about all of this? Is it overblown? Uh, is it not hyped enough? Hard to believe anybody with it. It's not hyped enough because, man. Yeah, when we did that poll over the about. weekend, it was 5%. 5% says it's not hyped enough. So it was 72, I think, said it was overhyped. 5% was... Um, um, it's not hyped enough. So what's that leave? 23%? We're like, yeah, it's just right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 933 93 Jody in Illinois, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, how are Hi. you? This Doing is good. Andy. Oh, sorry. This is Auntie in the attic, and I'm reporting from the attic. Okay. Okay. All right. How's it going up there? <laughs> so it's an attic. It's uh-huh. old. And it's I am old. old, so I belong in the attic, right? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, what's yeah. what's happening? What's up? Uh, what's going in... on up there? Well, let's see. I put my dog out on the porch to pee because nobody will come to take the dog because they're afraid the old lady in the attic has the coronavirus. <laughs> so do I mean do people otherwise come and take your dog out for a walk? Oh, as a rule, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. They, they they occasionally show up and you know hose the door with sanitation and mm-hmm. you know they 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 mm. come and get them and take them out and but it's raining right now. I don't know if y'all have rain down in Texas or we do <laughs> for a pretty regular basis. Boring yeah. rain here. It's yeah. cold right. and rainy and it's an attic. You know, it's yeah. I'm in an yeah. attic. Well, I, I I hope things warm up in the attic. Thanks, thanks, Jody. I mean, are you Appreciate allowed to it. leave the attic, Jody? Uh, what's? Yeah, apparently she's holed up in there she for is. good. She is hashtag so. off the hook. Uh, as a matter of fact, yesterday we had such a deluge in in uh, the DFW area that there wasn't ponding on the freeways. There was laking, laking, yes, or oceaning. Uh, oceaning. I hydroplaned almost the whole way yeah. here. In fact, yeah, I think I think I swam uh, Gosh, the, the last crazy. mile into Jeez. the studio. And then uh, <laughs> today it's going to be 81 degrees, tomorrow like 55. So probably be a tornado in there somewhere as well. I know we talk about this park uh, just down the street here, but it is, um, they, they need to just pull out every structure there and I'd love call to know, it a lake. I'd love to, it's a gigantic lake uh, park. I, and I'd love to see... <laughs> How much they've spent trying to stop oh. the flooding. Oh. Nothing they have ever done. And they spent, uh, it's got to be in the tens of millions of dollars. Nothing they've done has stopped the flooding there. It is. It's a, I think that it's park surreal. is a total wash. It, it's yeah, literally a wash. I mean, you see, like on a good day, on a good day, you see the bike path mm-hmm. disappear into the lake. And then come out the other side. That's a good day. And then on a bad but, day, you don't see it come back yeah, anywhere. Yeah, exactly. During this period, it's literally rained every day here since Friday. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Lake Irving. At least we're not holed up in, a, in an attic like uh, Jody is. So I, I hope that, that I mean, uh, do, do, should we send help? I don't, maybe. Was that a cry maybe. for help that we just didn't pick up the frequency? Uh, let's go to Denise in Texas. Hey, Denise, you're on the blaze. Good morning. How are you gentlemen doing? Y'all are funny. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Harvey hit here first, the last hurricane, and we were 85% back to normal. And now I work for a vacation uh, resort um, company, and people are coming back. They are canceling, but the beaches are crowded. Mm-hmm. We have food in the store, granted. We do run out of eggs and milk, but they restock it. Nothing shut down. 
That's great. Oh, nothing. You haven't you haven't lost any movie theaters or restaurants. We don't have any theaters here. Oh, we're on an island. We're on Mustang Island, mm. which is forty minutes south of Corpus Christi. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow, wow that's mm-hmm. pretty remote. Wow, you can get south of Corpus Christi. That's pretty cool. Have you banned people we, from we, coming onto your island though? Well, the problem is this used to be a, a secret of Texas. Uh-huh. Who thought Texas had an island, but we do. Huh. There's several. I mean, North Padre is one of yeah. them. But Padre Island, I've heard of. I haven't heard of yours, though. What's it called again? Yeah. It's called Port Aransas. We're on huh. Mustang Island. Okay. Well, the secret's out now. Yep. Now you're going to no, get visitors. No. The, the hurricane brought the, the hurricane. And when we needed people to come help us put this town back together, and a lot of people discovered this town. But, yeah, it's a little jewel. It's a little – and when I first moved here, there were, I don't know, 3,000 people. There's probably a little bit more now. But it's really nice here. And people are still coming, still mm. showing up. Mm. They're canceling, too, but they're still showing up. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Denise. It's hard to believe there are you know, still pockets of places where it hasn't affected them as much. Maybe that's just because we live in a gigantic, you know, metroplex. And if you live in a really big city, big metropolitan area, uh, it might be a little different and feel a little different than small town America. Maybe there, there, maybe there are places where restaurants aren't closing, bars aren't closing, but in the major cities, they're just they're all being forced now to close. And if they don't, they face jail time. If they don't, they face massive fines and uh, and prosecution, which is. I mean, that's nuts. That's nuts. So we want to see how things are with you and uh, how you're feeling about all of this right now. We also have a, a chem teacher who explained the coronavirus. I think he's got some good things to say about it, right? Doesn't this guy say? He just breaks it down for us. Yeah. You know, what it is. Uh, and here, here we go. I, I don't know this guy's name. Uh, here we go. But here it is. I want to talk to you about something that's really important right now. Okay. This stuff and why you should be using it. First, a little context. Soap. Pause for a second. Probably heard of- what was that? What did he flash it up there? It was Dawn dish soap. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. Start over again. I want to I want to see this from the top. Here it is. Go ahead. I want to talk to you about something that's really important right now. Please. This stuff and why you should be using oh. it. Mm-hmm. First, a little context. Okay. You've probably heard about the coronavirus a lot lately. Not at all. No. When is- this is my what? attempt at drawing an example of the coronavirus. That's pretty good. Notice that the outside of the virus is labeled lipid bilayer. That's gonna be important in just a minute. Okay. The other big component are the guts of the virus. The RNA guts. Mm-hmm. That's what makes you sick. Okay. Oh. Soaps can break down this lipid bilayer. Mm. They can basically cause the virus to rupture. And they do <laughs> that by breaking Pause apart it. the- So can we eat soap and kill the virus then? We just, <laughs> we eat soap, get it into our system. <laughs> And it breaks up the virus no, force inside no, our bodies. No, no, you inject it into your bloodstream. All right. That's what you do with soap. Get some dial and just uh, a, have a doctor administer this because you don't want to do it yourself. And just inject a big Judy vial of dial. Judy? Don't do this. Don't at you home. do this, don't Judy. Don't try that at home. Go and talk to a doctor about it first. Thank okay. You. All right. Let's see what else. They do that by breaking apart these intermolecular attractions <laughs> that hold the outside envelope of the I was virus just say together. That. Yeah. This well, works because yeah. soaps have reasonably strong attractive forces that can form between the lipid bilayer and the soap yeah. molecule. You knew this. If I had to model it, I'd kind of do it like this. Here we go. Watch this. This is the virus. Okay. Ah, look at that. Look at that. Oh! Wash your hands. Stay safe. Boom. See, look at that. So Kind of interesting. Yeah, so soap is the key. 
He makes it sound really easy to kill it, though. I mean, soap, right? Soap kills it, which is why they keep saying, just do soap. You don't need the... And if people had listened to us when we tweeted about this and talked about this... Wash your hands. Literally two months ago. Wash your hands. I'm just saying. Wash your hands. (laughs) I mean, that is the number one thing they've been saying all along, and they're still saying it, and there's still people ignoring it. And I mean, you've got idiots who are going out and, and doing spring break together. I how, Of course, when you're young like that, when you're millennial, you think you're invincible. What yeah. I don't understand about what's going on right now is their antipathy for, for baby boomers. Man, they seem to have a thing mm-hmm. about the older generation and don't care if they, uh, if they all die out. In fact, want them to in some cases. Some of these millennials are expressing that. What was the hashtag that was going around from uh, millennials about baby boomers boomer, and, and this uh, boomer eliminator? Or I don't know what it, it was. was something a little more clever I'm than that. I'm glad I at least didn't catch on. In uh, the, yeah. Jeez. that I go to. People, uh, just just use your noodle yeah, on this, would you? Wash your hands. Yeah. Now, and there are a lot of safety tips that have come out of this that we should probably take to heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, wash your hands. Uh, don't eat bats. <laughs> well, now you're asking too much. You think okay, now you've gone too far? It? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think I am? All right, all right, you know what? Okay, just just wash your hands. We'll, okay. we'll work on the we'll bat work stuff on the bats later. later. Okay, I know. Maybe just eat less bat than <laughs> we usually do. Bridge too far. I'm uh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a baby step. Okay, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts. Some tweets here at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Climate change, take the wheel. Tweets. Mm. If you're willing to lick an airline toilet seat, that just makes me think, that's not the most disgusting place your tongue has been. Never never dating that girl. (laughs) I mean, that's dumb as dirt. And again, that's, that's thinning of the herd. And they get so upset if you say that. Well, come on. I mean, it doesn't get any more stupid than that, does it? I mean, what are you trying to get sick? Are you trying to make others sick? Because once you're sick, then you inflict that on people around you. And she's idiot. Yeah. Are, are, is there going to be a follow-up story in about two weeks that she's she in the has hospital? the virus? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's show this again. Oh, okay. The girl on the airline Don't toilet eat seat. Breakfast. Don't eat really breakfast. unreal. Uh, it's Corona time. Hey, it's Corona time right now. Plus, if she was really committed, hey, yeah, she would have licked right all run, run the, the length of the seat, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> that ain't nothing. I mean, that's a poser lick right there. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. When you lick the inside uh-huh. of the toilet bowl, now you're talking about something. Yes, when when you <laughs> use the bristles of the toilet brush as dental floss, then we'll talk, lady. <laughs> then we'll be impressed. Wow, that was really amazing. <laughs> experienced social distancer tweets those gro- these grocery stores are constantly restocking and even adjusting their hours to do more stocking the supply is running low yeah that's going to be the problem here probably pretty soon yeah production warehouses are stopping work and distributors are cautious about sending product mm-hmm. you saw the next nightmare in all this residual is a uh, drug shortage on the horizon i saw that and the fda not saying which drug they're already running short on because they don't want there to be that's, obviously panic that's going to be unpleasant when that happens that will be very unpleasant uh ryan patrick if it rains enough maybe keith can get a boat 
and finally make it over to Pat's house. Oh, would you allow me? If, huh. if I'm able to, to, to row a boat through the flooding waters here of sure. North Texas, yeah, if you and I show up at your house. all the way to my house. Because there's no road. Have at it. Sure. But the water might get... Okay, will you let me in? Well, we'll see. We'll see if you can get there. Let's let's take this one at a well, time. Well, I don't want to go through all the trouble one of rowing to your time. house, knocking on the door, and you be like, oh, I hadn't made just, a decision yet. Just baby steps. Uh, Dawn in Iowa. How are things going in, uh, in Iowa? Good, Pat. How are you doing today? Good. I uh, just uh, I'm in man, uh, sales for in the manufacturing sector and uh, uh, in Iowa. Well, actually in the Upper Midwest, and and uh, it's kind of amazing how we've got about 20% of my customers that have you know are not allowing visitors, but the most mm-hmm. of them are you know as long as you're healthy, you know they they have a little checklist you know and or you know check you or scan you for a fever or whatever when you walk in the door. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of business as usual for the most part. But the thing I notice is, is on the you know being on the road most of the time is, especially now with the restaurants closed in in Iowa. I was at the Iowa 80 truck stop yesterday, and they had the you know the food court restaurants were open, all the tables and chairs were stacked up, and you know the thing is these drivers, Man. truck drivers need to get out of their rigs every once in a while, and there's no place for them to do it, so they have to right. take their food back into the rigs to do it and and i just i just see this you know i I don't want this to uh, you know i just think we're overreacting and i'm concerned about the long-term consequences of all this me too you know um Mm -hmm. and you know and and no one is talking about that you know about you know the 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 businesses how long can they survive being closed or losing Mm -hmm. you know uh you know for 60, 70 percent of their income, and now it can do carry out and you know drive through stuff. And when the right. people losing their, you know, right. being laid off, I, I just think we're blowing this way out of proportion. I hope, I hope, you know, I hope it doesn't become a big, uh, bigger deal than it is. But I'm just, I'm just concerned about the long term effects and how much freedom we're going to lose over this whole deal. Right, but all legitimate. Appreciate it. Thanks, Don. Uh, really legitimate concerns, and that's that's what I've been really worried about too. Is surviving the virus and and then uh not surviving the the depression that follows because geez how are these small business owners uh, going to be closed for three months and stay afloat it can the government make everybody whole like that you know they can't you know this is a good time while you're on lockdown with your kids is to ingrain in them the freedoms that they inherited from the founders over Mm -hmm. 200 years ago this is the kind of stuff that they need to know as a second nature because they're going to spend the rest of their lives trying to get back what we're losing over the next few months. It's a really good time to practice a little homeschooling. Mm-hmm. You know, since they're there anyway, maybe they could learn something while they're while they're home from school. Things are not being taught at school necessarily. Yeah. Uh, Jared in West Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hi. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, few quick points I'll get to. Uh, first, I was a, uh, working as a firefighter in 2008-2009 when the H1N1 was going on, and yeah. we set up a, a clinic at the local high school in a town of 20,000, and maybe 1,000 people showed up, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, but, but, you know, in my opinion, there was, you know, that was the infancy of Facebook, Twitter, so there was no vehicle for these, the populace to spread the mass hysteria. Right. Um, 
second, uh, a lot of smaller municipalities around here I've seen are posting that if you're caught selling paper products, you will be fined and all your products will be confiscated. Um, the larger cities, like Morgantown, where the university's at, has said they are going to fine any gatherings of more than 10 people. And then, uh, you know, personally, you know, we have a farm. I've got a freezer full of beef, deer meat, canned vegetables. I'm not worried personally. Uh, what I'm worried about, like you said, on the larger scale, I haul oil from the wells to the barge facilities where it's loaded to go to the refineries. And in the last month, the price that we get per barrel yeah. has dropped over over 60%. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, for people in that industry, <clears throat> you're going to be really hard hit for a while. Yep. Uh, yeah, and the, fin- the, the, the final thing is uh, I have a family member who's supposed to retire in May, and she is pushing six figures lost in her retirement account. So she's thinking about having to push a retire- retirement date back oh, because the, the, oh. the stock market's tanking right now. So Yeah, yep. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jared. If she can hold on, uh, she probably should because – uh, if you take it out, you're not going to recoup those losses right now. You're going to you just lost forty percent of your money, which is you know really bad, <laughs> really really bad. But if we can get through this to the other side, I really think that'll come back eventually. It mm. always does. Well, you did see that all of the gains made during the Trump administration now were lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like forty percent. It went up 40% since Trump, and, and now it's down 40%. Yep. It's uh, painful. It's really painful. And he's talking about the price of oil there going down 60%. Yeah, here in the Metroplex, what are we down to? Like a buck 60 something. They're saying the gas could hit at 99 cents in the next uh, few weeks. 99 cents a gallon. <laughs> Do you remember back uh, in the late 90s, gas was really cheap, and it was trading at nine bucks a barrel, I recall. And it bottomed out. I remember getting gas. In Austell, Georgia. Hello, Austell. Fifty-nine cents a gallon. Uh, I paid fifty-nine cents a gallon in February of wow. nineteen ninety-nine. So I wanted to see what the equivalent would be today, and I went to some like inflation calculator yesterday. If it gets to ninety-three cents a gallon here in the year twenty twenty, it's the equivalent of that dirt cheap gas that we had fifty-nine cents a gallon in you know Metro Atlanta wow. twenty-one years ago. Well, we'll see. And, and while 99 cents a gallon sounds really good, and it is good for, for those of us filling our gas, ta- gas tank up, it's really bad for Texas. It's yep. really bad for the oil industry. It's, uh, and it's, gonna make- it's bad for fracking because mm-hmm. that's an expensive process, and, and it just shuts things down. And the lower the price of oil goes, the more folks like Vladimir Putin feel like they need to flex their muscles because mm. they need what was the price uh, – a minimum of... It was 70 bucks a barrel or I something. I almost said 60. So it's somewhere in that range yeah. where it's bad news for Russia, and then Putin starts to uh, rattle the sabers. You know? All right, let me take a, a minute and tell you about Patriot Mobile. Um, really well-named company because uh, they are patriots. They're fighting against the big, the big media companies, the big cell phone companies like AT&T and Verizon. Uh, the big tech companies, the Facebooks, the Twitters of the world, they're all fighting against us with left-wing stuff and donate a lot of money to left-wing causes and left-wing candidates. Well, Patriot Mobile is the only cell phone service that does the opposite. They donate a portion of your monthly bill to organizations that fight for what you believe in. The right to bear arms, uh, pro-life organizations, religious liberty, 
They support veterans. And their plans start as low as $25 a month, so you don't have to compromise, you know, your your pocketbook uh, for your conviction. Patriot Mobile comes with, uh, all their plans come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service you get from everybody else because they're on the same four towers that everybody else is on. It might seem like a hassle and you just, you don't want to go through a hassle, but they make switching really easy too because they know that you don't want to go through a hassle. So you can keep your number, you can get a new one, you can bring your phone, you can buy a new phone. Whatever you want to do, they can accommodate you. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat today and get free activation when you use the offer code pat. Plus, you get a free gift when you open a new line. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash pat. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Pat, currently uh, a barrel of oil, 20 bucks. 20. That is unbelievable. Not good. Oof. 20 bucks. Okay. All righty. Yeah. Again. Again, that seems really good because at the pump it is. Mm-hmm. It is. But if you're looking at it a little bit deeper and and worried about the economy, uh, the the energy business, energy sector is a huge part of the economy. And that's not going to be good for them. And you talked about how empty the roads are right now. Very. Nobody's going yeah. anywhere. It's eerie. Demand goes down. And, oh, you know, speaking of supply and demand, I, I was just thinking how uh, the, the guy who was selling the uh, hand sanitizer stuff in the state of Tennessee came in and confiscated it and uh-huh. made him donate the rest. You know, at what point in our society, where do you, where is that line where it's like, oh, now it's justifiable to come and take this guy's private property? Like, I don't know, but we're not there. No. I don't know that we ever get there, really. Yeah. Thank you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So we got this pandemic going. We got the plague of locusts in the Middle East, Africa, Asia. Uh, we have the earthquakes. Five point <laughs> seven yesterday in Utah in Salt Lake City. I mean, it feels like a Sim City game gone bad. It's like when Jeez. you get bored with your town, you start throwing everything at it. The only thing left, I think, is like. We have to ward off an alien attack. Yeah. Which, I don't know, at this point, eh, bring it. And the outrageous predictions of the experts aren't helping either. I mean, the 20% unemployment thing, I, how does how does saying that all the time help at all? Does it help you prevent it? Or does it freak people out and make it more likely? Are we talking ourselves into a depression? How does it help when the CDC says, yeah, there's going to be 100 million sick. Ah, there's going to be like uh, 5 million hospitalized. 2.2 million dead. How do predictions like that help? Do they help us? Because I, I don't see how. I think it talks us into all this stuff. It's a self. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Let's not let that happen. Uh, so how do you feel about things? 888-933-93. Taking your temperature uh, today. Laura in Texas. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. How you doing? Doing good. And I do care. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. That's a big small talk. See, I'm driving to work. I, I work at a grocery store here in Central Texas, um, and uh, I can tell you why. As a kid, when you were asking, "When are you getting a truck?" Well, uh, I don't know, because we don't know. We have four days a week that we get trucks, mm-hmm. uh, but not anymore. Uh, this oh, week, really? This week we were expecting a truck uh, Tuesday. Between eight, or, I'm sorry, ten and noon, it showed up 
cows are still giving milk. Um, <laughs> Georgia Pacific is still cutting down trees. It, we just don't know when when things are going to come. And um, so, and, and and the supply chain, yeah, it's slowed down, but it's not stopping. Conagra is still pretty, now the only thing to be concerned about is what happens when a line worker at Conagra tests positive. Then we might have problems. Mm. Um, but I, I got to tell you, this panic is overblown. It's insanity. There was a woman in the store the other day shopping and complaining about the hoarders. And then when she checked out, she had $286 of canned goods. Really? <laughs> $286 worth of canned goods at about, what, yes. 70 cents each? Yes. That's, yes. that's a lot of canned I mean, goods. This woman must be into sodium or something. I went and checked the shelves after that. Chef <laughs> Boyardee pasta just boiled. Oh, man. And, uh, I, and then the other woman yesterday who bumped into one of her friends while she was shopping. Oh, are you finding everything you need? Oh, I don't know. I don't really need anything. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks oh. a lot, Laura. I think part of that is you see every. You see everybody else doing it. And so you think, well, it's not going to be there when I do need it, so I'm going to get even more of it right now. Mm-hmm. I think that's how that works. Uh, well, it's everybody that didn't plan ahead to begin with, you know, yeah. years ago. Yeah. But who planned ahead for toilet paper? Who's got a year supply of toilet paper? We don't have that. I mean, we have a year supply of food, but I don't have a year supply of toilet paper. Wow. Uh, and so then you see all the toilet paper being gone, and you think, well, I'm going to run out of toilet paper eventually. <laughs> so I'm going to go go get more toilet paper. And then you start to panic when you see there's no toilet paper. <laughs> my, just, my, uh, my neighbor texted me last night, <laughs> down to 16 rolls. <laughs> I want, I want, I want, oh, were they trying to bum some off you? Uh, no, we were just, he was just telling me. He just got back into town and stuff. Anyway, to 16 uh, rolls. Robert, I Uh-oh. want you to keep uh, giving me that toilet paper count because <laughs> I'll toss something over the fence for you if, if need be. Uh, let's go to court in Texas. Got about a minute, court. Go ahead. Um, you there? Yeah, go hey, ahead. Hey, guys. How y'all hey. doing today? Doing good. Hey. Hey, I just, first of all, I want to tell y'all that I love y'all. God bless y'all. And thank y'all for what thank y'all you. do. Thank you. Appreciate it. Y'all in, the, y'all in the blaze. Um, thank you. Uh, first of all, I'm a <laughs> truck driver for uh, Texas Healthcare Linen. We deliver linen to y'all, Abilene Regional and Hendrix here in Abilene and Odessa and all these hospitals. Like I give you your bed sheets, blankets, and all that stuff. Okay, hang on a second. Um, hey, we're not going to be able to get there in time. Uh, we got a network break here we got to get to. So we'll hold on. Okay. Come back uh, on the other side with you. Uh, Court, thanks a lot. Hang on. 888 uh, taking your temperature today. Things overblown? Or is it being hyped about right? Pat Gray Unleashed. Taking your calls, 888-900-3393, just to find out where you are with this thing. Have we gone too far? Are we freaked out of our minds for no good reason? I mean, there's some good reason, obviously. Obviously, there's reason for concern, but have we gone too far with it all? Overkill. And is the government taking too much power on itself? <laughs> Jeez, I don't <laughs> think there's... Is there any question about that? I, well, maybe, because I hear a lot of people, well, it's prudent right now. You know what? We got to. What do you mean we have to? What What do you mean? Did you think 
that was only for good times when they said, when Benjamin Franklin said, if you sacrifice your freedom for your safety, you don't deserve either and you're going to lose both. Do you think that was, he meant only during good times? The time you're going to lose your freedom is in a time of crisis. Yeah, That's they, when it happens. They had a few things going on back then, I think. A couple. I might be wrong. I'm, I mean, to the point where, look what John Adams did <clears throat> with the Alien and Sedition Act. That was completely un-American. Yeah, that, not good. And completely out of character for a man like John Adams. And it cost him uh, a re-election. That's why he was only a one-term president. Yeah, yesterday, uh, eight senators voted against uh, that bill. bill that uh, Eight? Yeah, McConnell said uh, oh, he was telling uh, conservatives geez. in the party, the Republican Party, quote, <laughs> gag and vote for it anyways, end quote. Saying it's not perfect. Wow. We don't have time for perfect, so let's do uh, this. Let's not let perfect be the enemy of good. That's what he said. Shut up. I think that's exactly what he said. Yeah. I bet. I'm sure it is. Because oh, that's I their you were new quoting catchphrase him. now. No, I just that's what they say all the time. He <sighs> did say it. Hold on, I'm I'm trying to Don't Google let perfect here. be the enemy of good. Shut up. Oh man. That's just your excuse to compromise your principles again. I I don't know. I don't know how you get past this when everybody yeah. just agrees, even Republicans now, because it's Trump. Uh if this was Bush, I think there'd be disagreement. You could disagree with Trump and people did. I mean with Bush. You could disagree with Bush and people did. With Donald Trump, anything he says goes. And now you just support it as well. It doesn't have... Was Mike Lee one of the guys who voted against this? I hope. Please tell me he was. I, we'll look that up. Uh, but is there anybody who has their principles still in, in the Republican Party? Obviously, the Democrats love this. This is what they do. This is, yep, we bail people out. We spend and we spend and we spend despite the fact we don't have it. Well, that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. What's another $1.2 trillion among friends? <laughs> I mean, we just, we'll just make more. We're like uh, Doritos. You uh, Eat all you want. We'll make more. Print all you want or spend all you want. We'll just print more. Hmm. Okay. Yep. That's exactly. Yeah. Republicans, that's... Democrats, independents, libertarians. Doesn't matter. We're all socialists now. 888 here, Here's a McConnell quote. Ready? Yeah. Quote, I do not believe we should let perfection be the enemy of something that will right. help even a subset yeah. of workers. That's so stupid. Gag and vote for it anyway. Gag and vote for it anyway. All right. Okay, thank you. Uh... See if you can find who voted against oh, okay, it. Okay, yeah, the breakdown. Yeah, Mike Lee was those. one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go back to court. Who was? Uh, we were talking about how things are uh, in Texas. Where in Texas do you live, court? Uh, I'm in Abilene, Texas, so okay. I'm about... Two, two and a half hours from y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a, a truck driver for Texas Healthcare Linen. So we deliver linen to DRMC and DMC there in Dallas and uh, Abilene, Odessa, and a bunch of places. Um, but I mean, everybody in Abilene, except for the hospital people, are freaking out. It's really chill. Mm-hmm. Like me and all the truck drivers are joking around because Lubbock's got a case now. I was like, okay, y'all get Lubbock and Dallas. I'll stay with the hospitals that don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, but, but but I'm just going to tell you right now the 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 red line is going to be if they turn down the NFL. I'm, I'm, we're going to have to go on strike then. <laughs> yes. <gonna> happen. <laughs> yes. I'm with you. Uh, I think we're all on that page. Yes. Uh, thanks, Court. Appreciate it. Okay. You're if, ready? Yeah. The I mean, we can kind of handle the NBA. That's fine. Whatever. Okay. Suspend your season. 
Major League Baseball, I don't like it, but nah, okay. No, 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 I no, no, no. sort of again, do without again, it. Again, as a representative for here at the negotiating table, he's not authorized to speak about Major League Baseball. Well, I'm speaking no, for we, myself then. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm kind yes. of okay with it. But if it comes to the NFL. Yeah, okay, I'm with no. you there. That, 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 I put my foot down. You, me, and court. Yeah. Uh, we are standing against oh, there's that. there's many more than that. One thing that the NBA and NFL did yesterday was make their um, league pass, field pass, uh, game pass is what it is, and uh, they made them free. So you can go back to the archives. Oh, that's cool. Like the NFL looked really cool. It was like 15 seasons or so hmm. of old games, something like that. Now, I couldn't log in because I'm like the one person in America who couldn't get it to work because I wanted to watch the Kansas City and the Rams game from two years ago, 54 to 51. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was all ready to watch that. But I couldn't get a log in. So I actually had to settle for the, I downloaded the NBA app. But they made it free Roku. and it yeah. normally costs, what, 99 bucks or uh, whatever? 29, I, I forget oh. what it is, uh, through, through the next couple months. Ah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, you're, you're thinking of Sunday Ticket. That's a $400. But yeah, that's... you could watch the old NBA games. I got that to work. And uh, that was fun. So you could download that, go to like Roku or, you know, on your phone or whatever, uh, check it out. But um, those are some good distractions there. By the way, your eight Republicans that voted against uh, the uh, deal yesterday. Yeah. Marsha Blackburn, Tennessee. Okay. James Inhofe uh, and James Lankford of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing it right. Uh, Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, Rand Paul, Kentucky, Ben Sass, Nebraska, Tim Scott, South Carolina, Mike Lee, Utah. I knew it. Thank you, Mike. Hey, you can always count on Mike Lee. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, of course, and then got an automatic. CNN. I bet player. you're on CNN. CNN.com? Uh, let's see. <laughs> no, CBS. CBS wow. News. Okay, so. uh, but here's another distraction, and this is pretty cool. I think we touched on this yesterday, but re- didn't really get into it. Movie theaters are closed, but uh, NBC Universal is going to release some of their movies directly to On Demand. I love it. So that's really kind of cool. Because... You wouldn't see them otherwise. Or they just delay them till later in the year. Well, this is a good way for them to make some money, too, in the meantime. Because I think they're going to charge a little more. There'll be a premium if you want to rent a movie and see it right now before it gets to theaters. They see like 20 bucks or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. I which, think. Which <clears throat> sounds ridiculous on its surface, at least to someone that's cheap like me. But I would be paying tons more if I right. dragged my family out to a theater to see yes. it times five, right? But you pay 20 bucks and the mm-hmm. whole family can watch it. So at the movie, yeah, you're right. At the movie theater, it would have cost you, I don't know, 40, 45, 50 bucks. So the studio is going to release, this is Universal. They're releasing Invisible Man, mm. The Hunt. Remember that thing that was about the liberals hunting the conservatives? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so that's coming out now. Mm. And Emma, the new version of Emma, which, you know, chicks are into. And, Emma. Uh, can't wait to see. My, my wife really wants to see that. I like it, too. It's, it's a good movie. Okay. Uh, and some others are thinking about following suit. suit. So, Because you don't know how, how long the theaters are going to be closed. How long is that going to happen? I don't know. Three months? Six months? A year? Till we get a vaccine? I, till, I don't know. Till football season. <laughs> and let's hope and pray there is one. Uh, Charlie in Wisconsin. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hello. Hey. <laughs> okay. This to me looks like the perfect storm to destroy Trump, for one thing. I mean, the, the Dems and that are going to really take advantage of this. <laughs> Look out, I'm coughing. <laughs> Have you been tested, Charlie? Okay, so anyhow, they're talking California, martial law. Yeah. What are they going to do with all these homeless people? 
I don't know. You're uh, supposed to home in place. Right. right. So when they when they when you shelter in place when you're homeless, I, I guess you stay underneath the bridge. I, I don't know. I don't know what you do there. Uh, that will be interesting to see what happens. If we're not careful, we're going to have a lot more homeless. Here. Thanks, Charlie. That's for sure. Uh, although you can't be foreclosed on right now, right? right? Yeah, Trump made it so yesterday the HUD uh, got involved uh, through April 30th, I believe. Let's play some of what he had to say yesterday. He had a couple of uh, major announcements that he made. Good afternoon, I'll be meeting with nurses on the front lines of the battle against the virus. They're truly American heroes. They want to get it done. They, they're incredible people. So we're going to be meeting with nurses. And uh, I actually look forward to that. Very brave. They're taking a lot of risk, and they uh, they have done an incredible job, and they never complain. Today, I'm also announcing that the Department of Housing and Urban Development is providing immediate relief to renters and homeowners by suspending all foreclosures and evictions until the end of April. So we're working oh. very closely with Dr. Ben Carson mm-hmm. and everybody from HUD. Okay. Yeah, but Mr. Racist, why do you call it the Chinese virus? Huh? <laughs> Answer us that. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports stupid. of dozens of incidents Moron. of bias against Chinese Americans oh, in this country. Oh, shut up! Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause it. the virus. Why do you keep using this? Because it comes say from it's China. Racist. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. China. That's why. It comes from China. I want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. I have a great, I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe they stopped now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Good. It comes from China. Yes. Thank you. Plus, that's what you do with these viruses. That's what we've always done. And it was never once brought up that it was racist to call Ebola Ebola Mm. after the river in Africa. Why is the Spanish flu the Spanish flu? Do you hate Spanish people? No, it came from Spain. Or it actually originated here, but it was more prevalent in Spain. So that's what they named it. German measles. Do we hate Germans? It's Germany! That's why. That's where it came from. Over and over and over every instance of these major diseases named after where it came from or where it was most prevalent. For the love of heaven, why do they... Look at her. She's so indignant. Just... Use your noodle a little bit, Puddin. Okay? Hun? <laughs> Can you figure that out, maybe? That in the past, that's what we've always done? Why is it all of a sudden racist? How is it racist, anyway, to call it the a Chinese virus? Because it came from China. That, just, <laughs> these buffoons <laughs> just insist upon tearing us apart. Always looking for a victim. Every single time on every issue, somebody's got to be a victim. Uh, let's see. Got some tweets here. Uh, Chicken Too Tasty tweets with the laking on the roads that we had the other day that we were talking about when it was raining so hard. Were there fish swimming down in the street? Or does it have to be on a sunny day, too? No, yeah, it's got to be sunny. Yeah. Conditions weren't perfect. No. 
Courier for Christ. Uh, thanks for the prayers yesterday, guys. My parents are fine after this earthquake. So far, they can't see any foundation damage. The house is just a mess. Wow. Boy, Utah. Yeah, 5.7 is pretty strong. So weird. I understand there's rumors. People are saying that they expect a stronger one now, anytime. And so the stores were emptied in Utah. They're like everybody rushed out to, to get whatever they could all of a sudden. Um, actually, I have Diane, who's uh, in Utah. Diane, hi, you're on the blaze. Uh, tell us about what, what things are like uh, after the earthquake. Um, it was pretty scary. I was in uh, my office and uh, with some other coworkers. They have scaled back how many people are in our office. So we were in there during the earthquake. It was it was horrible. It was just the worst mm. thing I've ever experienced. Really? But then we were able to evacuate. We kind of waited. I had the girls wait until it finished because we didn't know what was going to happen next. And we had we evacuated the building. But the bad part is, is we, you know, companies have their areas where they congregate together after they evacuate. So there was a group of us all together, which shouldn't happen. But, oh, yeah. You know, because of the coronavirus. But then I got to thinking, you know, with it's kind of the coronavirus was kind of a plus or I don't want to know if I want to say blessing because there were no children in schools. A lot of businesses mm. were closed, you know, so the risk, mm. uh, as far as I heard, there were no deaths. There was structural damage and things like that. But I think, you know, kind of looking at that, that was a good thing to have people at home and, and not in businesses and people were safe. So it was it was horrifying. I, mean, I don't. I'm, I'm I'm apprehensive about going back into the office. I'll bet we're not going in today, but we. I don't know about Friday. I I might take Friday off. It was it was a little stressful. Have you have you heard this rumor that they're I don't know experts are expecting a bigger one than this? Yeah, it's not the experts. It's just a, it's, it's just, just people. That's what it usually is, that, right? Because there's no way to predict that, right? We don't know if there are more earthquakes coming. Right. Usually it's the initial one that is the biggest. Yeah. But when yeah. I was home after uh, probably about one o'clock, we had another one that was a 4.7. That was that was stressful. So but after that, huh. we've had quite a few, but um, they haven't been anything oh. like the, in the beginning. So, well, yeah, it was. Is this I from thought, the oh, was this the world coming? <laughs> was this the Wasatch Fault? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot. They say that 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 one's been overdue, and and maybe this is it. Maybe you kind of dodged a bullet here and just relieved itself there with the five point seven. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be nice. But with all the earthquakes, the locusts, the pandemics, the hysteria, the no professional sports on TV. <laughs> I mean, this is tell bad. me that's not an apocalypse in and of itself. Right, a corona apocalypse. Yeah, well it's, underway. Uh, it's not great. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you uh, about Burrow. Even though uh, New Year's resolution season is pretty well over, it ended March third. Of course, here on the show, uh, <laughs> there's there's still some stuff to get excited about. Even in the face of all of this nonsense, we got a new decade. There's an election coming up. Hopefully, hopefully they won't <laughs> cancel that. Uh, so. Maybe you're noticing with all this time you're spending at home uh, that the flaky vinyl couch you got secondhand from Craigslist is due for an upgrade. 
Uh, make a change that everybody can get behind by replacing it with a brand new sofa from Burrow. It's it's called the dead of winter for a reason. Now that all the holiday prep and the festivities have died down, there's you know there's kind of a period where everybody just uh, does nothing, and boy, especially right now in light of the virus, and we're all staying home. So if you're looking at that furniture a little more than usual, uh, go to Burrow dot com slash pat one of the great things uh about burrow is this is adaptable furniture it's fantastic you pick your own fabric your color the leg finish the armor armrest style and uh whatever length you want and then if you decided or you move or things change you can always rearrange those mm. and and reconfigure it with new legs or a new length or cool. take a, a section out of it and and just put an arm at the end of it you know, if you've got a sectional, I mean, huh. it's adaptable furniture. Oh, it's that's cool. really cool. More than just sofas, too. Uh, they've got sleep kit, which uh, tr- sleep kits transform your body's uh, comfy sofa into an even comfier bed. Uh, they offer a collection of affordable rugs and coffee tables, love seats, armchairs, ottomans, free one week shipping, too. Get $75 off your purchase and free one week shipping at burrow.com slash pat. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash Pat. Burrow dot com slash Pat for 75% off at Burrow. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Oh, I got to clear this up before we go any further. Um, just doing the Burrow spot, you know, with the adaptable furniture, which is so cool. $75 off your purchase. It's not 75% off. It's $75 off at Burrow dot com slash pat okay all right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also um at pat unleashed on twitter we got uh jack hole zombie tweeting i have mixed feelings about the whole coronavirus thing <clears throat> but i know this america's dogs are pretty happy about all their owners having to stay home <laughs> <laughs> yeah no doubt about that <laughs> it's amazing how loyal dogs are man they miss us when we're gone and they're just so happy every time to see us yeah it's incredible but, it's like boy. don't you ever get sick of us yeah. Do you want to walk off by yourself and just be alone for a while? Just a great combination, though. Having your kids at home all day, having uh-huh. your dogs, dogs at home all day, mm-hmm. and it's raining all day every day here perfect. in Texas. It's perfect. It's really great. And there's some music for us. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, thank you. That mm-hmm. was a nice accentuation in- to whatever it was interlude? you were t- talking about. <laughs> I missed 2019 tweets. According to Fox News, <laughs> Philadelphia, the Hallmark, is doing a marathon of Christmas movies to cheer people up. Really? That's kind of cool. No, it's not. Huh. It's that's kind of fun. No. Yeah, I like it. Terrible. Appalachian American, that sweet spot is 60 to $80 per barrel. Gas is under $3 a gallon, and all the oil-related companies are making money at $20 a barrel. They're talking about shutting everything down, right, for two weeks and hoping that the d- demand increases. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, speaking <clears throat> of shutting everything down, uh, you know, Dylan... Uh, part of the team here uh, in the past now he's uh, jumped ship because he found something better to do i guess down the hall with Stu. Hmm. remember remember dylan mm-hmm. yeah he tweeted out last night that uh we are literally as you have always said shutting the country down yeah that's, just, <laughs> that's a good point yes heather yeah. tipton smith i deliver for doordash and instacart most of the restaurants won't even allow people to sit down to wait for their food wow i mean that's and, it, and again, it's it, this is forced on us by the government. Mm-hmm. So, okay, when my business is teetering on the brink of disaster, are you, are you going to make me whole? K 
Can the government do that? Should the government do that? Well, I think yes, when they sh- when they force your shutdown, because that was through no choice or decision process or anything that you did on your own. That's such a mess. It's really a mess. Um, let's see. Did we did we lose our? Oh no. Did we? We think we lost. Oh, there he is. Okay, Raymond's in Champagne. Uh, and Champagne is one of those places where the government is really cracking down, really taking control, uh, really out of control, as far as I can tell. Hey, Raymond, you're on the blaze. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Doing good. Uh, first of all, if Jeffy Kim survived the Black Plague in the 1300s, the coronavirus is just a sniffle for him. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, no, here in Champagne, people are pissed. People are freaking out because. They're scared. Uh, they're more scared of what they're going to lose than they are yeah. of the virus itself. Yeah, and they should be. They uh, should be. Yeah. And there's a, a, a local bar not far from here that refused to close, and uh, the governor's office said that if if he refuses to close, they're going to pull his liquor license and possibly arrest him. My gosh. And so the next day, he was forced to close, and he said that he's his business is done. He's, he has to close the doors for good. So he, you know, he doesn't he doesn't make enough money to, to be able to get through this if they shut him down. Jeez. And in Champagne here, uh. the uh, the people are so scared, and they tried to talk to the city council members to try to prevent this from going through, and the city council passed it unanimously. Amazing. That's amazing. So not only are they not only are they um, closing bars down. I mean, it's a big campus town. It's the University of Illinois. Right. Baker, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they they closed the bars down, but now they're talking about possibly closing all liquor stores down. Man, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Raymond. Yeah. Uh, yeah I those were my thoughts when we heard that announcement from them. And there are there are jurisdictions all over the country that are doing similar things right now. They're talking about martial law in California. Considering declaring martial law. Yeah, be afraid. Not on the virus, but a big, stinking, overbearing government. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Well, what should we do? Uh, we should uh, wash our hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Oh, yeah, I'll suggest one thing. No, 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 no. You need to understand. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. You need to wash your hands. Just please just wash your hands. Will you please wash your hands? There we go. I uh, just <laughs> wanted to tell coming. you one thing. Yeah, just one, one just thing one you thing? have to do. Yeah, and don't mm. eat bat. Oh, 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 that's on the beach. Don't eat bats. Don't eat bats. Don't eat bats. Okay, I, I don't have one really prepared for that. That was the uh, dance so. mix <laughs> version. There. The extended version. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Got uh, some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Just too muck and fudge. Is that going to kill us on YouTube now today? Oh, jeez. Look what we did. Look what we did. <laughs> Probably be flagged. Ah, we'll ah. find out. We'll, we'll find out. By later. the way, YouTube.com slash Pat Gray. Yeah. See, there are certain Unleashed. things that you get 
on the live version of the show that mm-hmm. you don't get later because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah, little extra treats for you, some bonuses, <laughs> little Easter eggs. But we'll see if this one snuck under the radar. Uh, from Just Who Muck and Fudge, ooh, Christmas movie, movies to cheer us up. When will Die Hard be on? Okay. Yes! Yes! Well, this is the perfect time for Die Hard because it's got nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> Uh, all right, Keith went to a, a Home Depot in Fort Worth yesterday, oh, and yeah. uh, they had kind of an interesting little announcement, well, a little sign outside. Well, yeah, what was this? Uh, they gated the doorway. I yeah. think that's interesting. Yeah, so they, they closed off. Uh, they closed off the garden in. They closed off the one entrance. Only one entrance huh. uh, open. You can only go in one area. Yeah, and they got a guy there counting people. <laughs> yeah, and, and it says in accordance with the city of Fort Worth's new occupancy limits. Effective, you know, 17th, the number of occupants is restricted to 125, and they're strictly doing that, Yeah, right? so you have a Home Depot bouncer now who then, <laughs> wow. you know, pulls back the rope uh, rope lines for you. Okay. And on the way, so going in, there it's was like getting no into Studio 54 in exactly. the 70s. Yeah, so going in, Ooh, there was... I get to go into the... Into because I'm a celebrity. Yeah, Home uh. Depot, baby. <laughs> this is where we party in the back room. <laughs> and then on the way out, there were about 40 people uh, waiting to get in. It was ridiculous. Really? Wow. But while I was in there, I thought wow. it really didn't help the uh, Corona Apocalypse vibe by the music they were playing over the speaker. I've never seen anything like this in Home Depot. It's a bad time to be playing that. Just look at what in the world. This is in Home Depot. What is that from Phantom of the Opera? I or don't something? know what. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> that was my uh, that was my experience yesterday at the Home Depot. Hmm. That is kind of foreboding. Creepy. It's yeah, creepy. Very. Uh, <laughs> all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Something that also concerns. You know, I mean, many of the things this president done have has done. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I lapsed into like uh, uh, Tennessee Mountain Man speak there. Many of the things this president done, done did. Oh, fixing to done. Uh, he's fixing to done uh, some. Uh... Well, there's nothing wrong with fixing. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with fixing. Okay, because when I was in Lincoln, Nebraska, going to school at the University of Nebraska, I had an internship at a uh, TV station, uh-huh. and I asked the uh, weather guy who was from Chicago, "Hi, Dean Wysocki. and he, uh, I said, "Hey, Dean, is it fixing to rain?" And then Dean Wysocki decided to make uh, make an example of me in the newsroom there and really loudly say, fixin'? Fixin'? What kind of word is fixin'? So I'm sorry that I'm not from Chicago mm-hmm. like Dean Wysocki, but I'm telling you, in the South, you're totally fine saying fixin', okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not bitter, I'm just saying. Uh-huh. I'm scarred. I-, I think maybe you got maybe you got a tongue lashing that you deserved there, but Whoa. maybe that's just me. So anyway, he's a uh, he's fixing to be a wartime president, is what he's fixing to do. Oh a, a lot of things that he has done, the steps he has taken, and I think he's handled this virus really well. I do too. I think he's done some great things. I think he's doing great things. I think there's also some scary aspects to what he's doing. The yeah. one point two trillion in bailout money. Yep. Come on now. Yep. That is not it's getting ugly. There's no Republican that should be on board with that. I don't understand. There's not one Republican who should say, yeah, nice, nice idea. Let, yes, let's do that. Let's get $2,000 into the hands, free money of all Americans. Okay? No, what you would do as a Republican is say, you know what, Mr. President, why don't we do this? Let's suspend taxation for a while. Let's just take less money from them. Yeah. Let's just take no money from them. 
for the next two months. And how much has... Don't take any money. This media hysteria forced his hand in so many of these areas. Yeah, right. And he... So the Democrats suggest something, and he says, yeah, and let's do it more. He ups the ante. We've upped our ante. Now, up yours. Or is it down yours? I don't know. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) he... Yesterday called himself a wartime president and invoked the Defense Production Act. And then I think he probably got a little bit of pushback from somebody because he said, oh, no, we're just that's that's for the future. And that's just just in case we're just going to be on a wartime footing. But I'm not doing anything with that right now. Okay. But the powers you can wield under that act are enormous. And also the declaring the federal emergency. He's got so much power at his command right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's cause for some concern. That is a silver lining in all of this, mm-hmm. though, that um, this isn't happening under a President Obama or a President Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah. Thank I mean, God. That would be a freaking disaster. Yes. Um, but eight. Eight Republicans voted against it. Can you believe? I, I can't even fathom it. Just eight Republicans now? There are just eight real, honest-to-goodness conservatives left. One of them, of course, Mike Lee. Another one, Rand Paul. Uh, Two of the usual suspects who continue continue to fight for their principles. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Now, obviously it failed, and he signed it into law already. I mean, this happened quickly. Too bad we couldn't get action like that on getting rid of Obamacare. That would have been nice. Um, but now we can expect to get two great checks under the uh, Treasury Department proposal. Um, they're asking Congress for $500 billion in direct payouts for taxpayers as part of the $1 trillion plus package that, they, uh, that he signed into law yesterday. The two rounds of direct payments to taxpayers. Again, why would you do the payments? Just let us keep our money. Don't give free money to people which isn't free. Taxpayers pay for this. Just let us keep more of our money. But no, that's not what's ha- what's happening. <laughs> I don't understand why. It would be so because you couldn't get Democrats on board. That's why. It would be a hell of a fight, and they'd never go along with it. They'd be yelling and screaming about tax cuts for the wealthy. The wealthy are getting another tax cut for this president who only cares about millionaires and billionaires. I'm going to have uh, my head's going to explode during this process. And it's going to have nothing to do with the pandemic, other than, you know, it just created more tension and more stupidity. Don't to be taken Advil, though. Oh, yeah, that could make it worse, right? Mm-hmm. Direct payments to taxpayers, uh, each a total of $250 billion, would be sent on April 6th. Uh, soon. Uh, let's, what, two weeks away. And then a second <clears throat> round would be sent May 18th, according to the proposal. So we get 1,000, I guess, on April 6th, then another 1,000 on the, on the yeah, 18th. Yeah, they're throwing out a bunch of numbers. I know, uh, I forgot, I think it was Maxine Waters. Somebody on the left uh, wants 2,000 per adult and 1,000 per child. Oh, really? Both times? Uh, or is that all together? That I don't know. I think that's both times. Hmm. Well, I've got six kids, so... Uh-huh. Do uh, I get paid for all of them? Are they still with you? <laughs> awesome. Yes. You should. Now it's time to get on the phone. <laughs> hey, I, I really miss you guys. Why don't you move in for a while until oh, this no, thing blows over? I don't have to get on the phone. They're all coming back. <laughs> they're all coming back. Oh, no. So We were alone seven, eight months ago, Jackie and I, for like eight months. Oh, no. We were empty nesters. Oh, no. No, I don't know where this <laughs> setup is going, but it has a 
feeling it's going to have a, a Jeffy's uh, house ring to it here. Yeah. Now, let me just say not so much. Okay. Well, uh, about half our children or more are back with us now. Think about this free money that all of the politicians in D.C. are talking about mm-hmm. throwing out there. I mean, Andrew Yang. I mean, you're old school on your whole Mincom thing. Uh, this is uh, everybody's on board now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, Trump was asked about the proposal, and he said, I don't want to get into that right now because there are different numbers being discussed. Well, <laughs> you're going to have to mail us a check in two weeks. You better figure it out. <laughs> <clears throat> he did say, though, we want to go big. Oh, good. Going big would have been, you know what? We're going to forego all taxation. All federal taxes are gone right now. Taxation is <clears throat> No gas tax, uh, no income tax for two months. And you can't be foreclosed on for two months. Okay, I can go along with that. That seems reasonable. But I'm going to send you a check? No. That's not the way to do it. Yeah, why don't we stop uh, withholding? Yeah, why not? Let's do this. Right. I mean, that would help a lot. Uh, let me take 60 seconds and tell you about ExpressVPN. You know, there's a ton of VPN providers. You've probably heard <laughs> about some of them and some you may have even used before. But uh, I only recommend brands that I really believe in. That's why I recommend ExpressVPN. It is the best one on the market. It doesn't, they don't log your data. There's lots of really cheap or free VPNs making money by selling your data to ad companies. There's nothing more obnoxious or irritating and I think should be illegal. ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it possible for their servers to log any of your information at all. Second, the speed is amazing. Uh, You may have tried lots of VPNs in the past. A lot of them slow down your connection or make your device sluggish, but ExpressVPN gives you incredible speeds internet speeds that are blazing and it's that really cool thing where it pings all over the world and so people can't track you with cookie they can't track your location so protect yourself with the vpn that i use and trust use my link expressvpn.com unleashed today and get an extra three months free on a one-year package that's expressvpn.com unleashed and get again this is a pretty good deal. Three months free on a one-year pr- package. ExpressVPN.com slash Unleashed. Bad Gray Unleashed. Uh, all right. What does ESPN plan to do uh, instead of sports for the next who knows how long? <laughs> well, I mean... What a bad time for them to get out of the politics business, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think they're probably going to get back into the politics business for a while. Because uh, they don't have any sports to cover. So what are they going to do? I think they're going to just play. You know, I, I think they've shown us. They're going to do 30 for 30. They're going to do E60s. They're going to do old games, matches. Oh, they're not going to show our uh, paper football matches like yesterday. If you go to at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, you can see... Uh, Pat kicked my butt at paper football. That was a uh, barn burner. It was. Uh, it's a nail biter. I mean, I came close and a couple th- times of scoring. Thriller, but he didn't. No. He, d- he didn't score, but I did. Uh, like, and well, see for yourself. I'm like Beavis and Butthead. Uh, today, there's, there's, there may be more uh, basketball c- uh, or sports yeah. coming to uh, to Pat Gray YouTube channel <laughs> or the Twitter or yeah. to Twitter. Somewhere. Yeah, wherever. Uh, also, I guess. You know, since we don't have actual basketball, we do have babies crawling down the basketball court. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I haven't seen a good baby race yeah, for a while. Back in olden times, kids, uh, we had this game called basketball, and they would play on the old hardwood, and then they would take a break at halftime, and they would try to entertain us that way. And so uh, I guess recently at a Boston College uh, University, uh, or Pittsburgh, Pitt, Pitt University mm -hmm. basketball game, we had some babies uh, let loose on the court. That kid in the blue uh, was doing pretty well at first. Yeah, and he then got he... confused. Maybe get yeah. him tested, right? Turn around. Turn around. And you're dumb. Come. What are you doing? <laughs> now, check this kid out in the blue, though. He's starting Oh, yeah. To... So who are you going to put money on between these two? Come on. What do you got? Uh, I think I'm going with the with the kid on the, the, the closest lane, the, the blue. Yeah, the white. Yeah. Uh, the girl on the white top seems a little confused. I wouldn't pick her yeah, either. Yeah, she just sat down. She Look got really it. tired. Hello. This guy keeps going, though. Yep. Look at this. Okay, you're going to get distracted oh. now. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. She figured it out, man. She's back in the she game. She figured it out. But look, he's got such an insurmountable lead. That's like the Falcons. How Fal far does he have to go? That's a long way for a baby. He got the Falcons on the left and the Patriots on the right. That's called foreshadowing. <clears throat> and Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So there's the finish line where the other parent is waiting. Mm -hmm. All right. And then uh, this kid's got it. I mean, he's got it figured out, right? I mean, he's... He's got to wait. Hold on. What's going on? Look at the little girl. The girl's figured it out. She sees her dad at the other end of the court. Ladies and gentlemen, she's trying to make this competitive. Look how fast those little arms are moving. Look at the little chubster. Oh, Look wow. at her go. And she crosses the finish line first. Amazing. <laughs> you saw a surprise. Toy. What a yeah. comeback. Right? Uh, one of the all-time right? all great baby crawling comebacks. Uh, in the history of that's what they say what the, that's exactly what they call that the greatest baby crawling comeback in history you saw it here on pat unleashed that's thank great. you to whoever sent that to me <laughs> at least it provided us with some that's all we got semblance of that's a all race, we got yeah of yeah. a competition yeah and also making the rounds today with a big race going around a swimming pool you want to see a couple of canines and in a and another barn burner do I? If you will. Yeah, here we go. Watch this one. They look at this. They've completed lap number five. You got Lexi in the lead. Louie tried to track her down. Here's Louie to the inside. A back away. Oh, Millie no. gets in the way. They make contact. Here again, Lexi leading out of turn number three. Here comes Louie trying to shut it down. Check her flag on the air. Lexi will win by five dog lengths. All right, Lexi. Nice job. She lapped that one dog, got in the what, way. What were, they, uh, what were they chasing there? How did they get him to do that? Dogs are bored during the lockdown as well, Pat. Okay. Okay. I mean, it could have been that. Right. Could have been the uh, the chasing of the tail, which my dog has been doing incessantly this week with the rain. Mm -hmm. Can't go outside, so he's just been All in right. a circle. Well, how bored are you uh, while we have this incredible lockdown of the country? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. With uh, what what's going on in in uh, in your life right now? Let's go to Melissa, North Carolina. Hey, Melissa, you're on the blaze. Hey, hey, how are you guys? Good. Good. Hey, I agree with you totally about football. I don't know what I'll do if football uh, doesn't come right? back on. I know. Start flipping yeah, over cars. I know. Mm -hmm. But any, but anyway, um, I have a few points uh, that I'd like to point out about the China flu. And um, I'm a Ph.D. epidemiologist and statistician, and I was in the public, uh, you know, in, in the public health sector for a while and then went to academics. And I tell you, I, I had to quit academics because it was so liberal. And I had uh, I've been to a couple of your galas. And so I had a picture of me and Glenn and Stu and you and and that in my office, a constitution in my office and picture of Pope John Paul II. And I was put down for that. 
and mm. I can't get a bloody job. And uh, it's been two years, and here I am, an epidemiologist full of ideas of how I could help. And if Mike Lee or Rand Paul ever goes for president, I'd love to be on their health team. Mm -hmm. But um, what I wanted to tell you about the public health community, which you may be seeing, it's a very, very socialistic group of people. And there are not many conservatives in it. And that's why I don't think a lot of things are getting done. And I don't know why the TVs aren't interviewing epidemiologists, because we're the ones who derive all the models yeah. and predict where it's going to go. But um, anyway, back over to. I think it's kind of overhyped a little bit, but I am really mm. concerned about the economic uh, sequelae from yeah. all of this. Yep. And that, that's what really bothers me. And, um, I think, you know, no matter what, well, you can't say Trump in, you know, a college campus, but I think what he's doing is, is he's doing his best. And I think he's been doing it really, really well. And, um, but the other thing that I just want to bring up is ageism. I'm Glenn's age. And no one will hire me and because I'm old now. Um, but if you know anyone who needs an epidemiologist, I'm pretty good. So uh, <laughs> let me know. But, but, I will. Um, I, I just, a lot I, of people I, who need epidemiologists come directly to me. And, and so huh. when they do it next time, uh, yeah. I will definitely recommend you. I, I'll say. I and know I, Melissa I, in North Carolina is a really good one. And I'm a nurse as well okay and nobody wants me oh, man. but anyway it's so funny because at the university they would have these big global warming you know conferences and stuff mm -hmm. and i couldn't even go because i was afraid i was instantaneously going to combust and um just blood shooting out everywhere and I, I just couldn't go. And they hold that stuff against you. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to let you guys know that, you know, a lot of the public health people are so pro-socialist and they're not really, this is horrible for me to say, but I don't think they're, I mean, I think they're more, they care more about abortion than they do about anything else. Absolutely, they and, do. Yeah. And at, and after this is done, they're going to go after global warming like this. This is what I believe. And I may be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But they're going to de be delivering all these sanctions on on global warming and taking away our rights. Well, they will and appreciate it. it. Thanks a lot, Melissa. They will if, if we elect uh, a Democrat to be the next uh, uh, president. There's, there's no doubt that global warming will be their next emergency that they declare. Uh, and we got to stop it. Uh, also, as far as this is be, uh, be, being overblown, there's a Stanford uh, professor who says that the data indicates we're severely overreacting to the coronavirus. Huh. Yeah, Stanford's John P.A. Uh, Ionidas, co-director of the university's Meta Research Innovation Center and professor of medicine and a bunch of other things that would take too long to uh, mention, suggests that the response to the coronavirus pandemic may be a fiasco in the making because we're making seismic decisions based on utterly unreliable data. Wow. 
The current coronavirus disease, COVID-19, has been called a once-in-a-century pandemic, but it may also be a once-in-a-century evidence fiasco. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Draconian countermeasures have been adopted in many countries. If the pandemic dissipates, either on its own or because of these measures, short-term extreme social distancing and lockdowns may be bearable. How long, though, should measures like these be continued if the pandemic churns across the globe unabated? How could policymakers tell if they're doing more harm than good or more good than harm? The woefully inadequate data we have so far, the meta-research specialist argues, indicates that the extreme measures taken by many countries are likely way out of line and may result in ultimately unnecessary and catastrophic consequences. Due to extremely limited testing, we're likely missing the vast majority of infections from COVID-19, thus making reported uh, uh, fatality rates from the World Health Organization meaningless. Uh Patients who've been tested for SARS-CoV-2 are disproportionately those with severe symptoms and bad outcomes. With very limited testing in many health systems, he suggests, selection bias may only get worse as we go forward. There you go. So, I mean... There it is. From a pretty solid expert. Yeah, the numbers are flawed because of the sample size. Yeah. yeah, this is... Uh... I mean, that will that will mitigate a little bit because we're going to get a lot more testing now. Uh, the tests are coming online. People are more and more are getting tested. And they think that... So the numbers are going to skyrocket as far as people infected. Once you have more people tested. Because they say 86% of the people spreading this thing around have no idea they have it. Mm, and you got the two congressmen now who have uh-huh. tested positive. But what is that, two out of 535 at this point? So we're still at... Yep. I did the math here. It's Keith math, though, so check it. Less than one-fifth of one percent, right? Right. So... You got Jeffy out there, though, spreading things around, so... See, now, I mean, that's now, what screws up the numbers. Yeah, when you When, when you you've got a thinking, Jeffy in your community... Yeah. So expect wow. the Texas numbers to skyrocket here in the next week or two. Exponentially. Increasing exponentially. Top. They'll be going up exponentially. <laughs>